Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. What did we just watch? We just watched Hitman's Bodyguard. A.K.A. generic buddy cop shooter thing. Very generic. Starring Samuel L. Jackson. Ryan Reynolds. And Samuel L. Jackson as Gary Oldham and Salma Hayek. Hey, so I really didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> it was really boring. I wouldn't say we hated the movie. It was a film that I saw. And we've seen it a hundred times. It's the most cliched, generic action movie I've seen. We try to go out of our comfort zone because we normally don't watch movies like this. But sometimes, if we go out of our comfort zone... A good example of this zone was Nice Guys. This is Nice Guys with a much poorer script. Oh, they don't get along, but they have to team up to save the big bad stuff. Belarus. Should have been Bulgaria, so it could have been Rusev. See, the worst thing about this is I hate the movies that I sit there and I say, this is what the next line's going to be. And then it's the next line. Well, it's because Samuel L. Jackson was in it, so we knew the next line was going to be, motherfucker. And then, oh, this It is 2017, (laughs) and he said, I will pop a cap in your ass, motherfucker. In 2017, we're still talking that way? Pop a cap in your ass? Do we still say that? I don't know. I've never said it. I mean, Sam Jackson. Oh, I don't say it. I don't have a gun. I can't pop a cap in your ass. I would have popped a cap in your ass if I had a gun. It would have day one beef on sight is what would have happened. Yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have even left the store yet and be like, here's your gun. And be like, sweet. And I would have shot you. So if I had a gun, you would have just taken the gun? I would have taken the gun from you and shot you. Yes. In the ass? Just wherever. I don't think it's literally in the ass. I didn't know if you were going by the literal definition. I'll shoot you in the ass. I don't care. That way you'll cry a little. Okay. Then I'll shoot you in the head. Put you out of your misery. But how long after I'm crying are you shooting me in the head? Probably pretty quick because they're calling the police. I mean, they're wrestling, trying to wrestle it away from me at this point. We're still in the gun store. Oh, we're in the gun store. Okay. Yeah, I would. I thought that we were just here. And I was like, hey, Kyle, look at this. Oh, no, no. Oh, cool. Let me see. I wouldn't take it and just just shoot me in the ass. No. Because then. If you own a gun, I'd prefer you not to bring it to my house and just lay it out to be like, hey, anybody want to look at my gun? I'd I'd look at this gun. Don't have the safety on. And it's loaded. I'd probably I'd probably say take it out. It's got car. hollow point rounds and a butt stock. A butt stock? Got a laser pointer. <laughs> We're not gun riot people, shield. are we? <laughs> a gun doesn't have a riot shield. So I really didn't enjoy this movie. No. Um so I guess spoilers now. You've seen this movie before. So I give it a four. I give it like a three eight. It's not bad, but I've seen it. The worst part to me was Samuel L. Jackson. I hate him. I've learned that I don't I just don't like him. He doesn't act in his movies. But I don't think it's his fault. I don't care. It doesn't Because uh, as much as you're talking about Samuel Jackson, I personally have more of an issue with Ryan Reynolds in this film. I thought that he was incredibly annoying because they're both annoying. They were both just like playing themselves. They weren't actually either of them were well, not playing characters. And Ryan Reynolds, I think when it came to the comedy, they're like be Deadpool. Yeah. Have Deadpool time and be Deadpool. Here's my problem with the movie, though, is they didn't stop talking. There was never silence in this film. They always had to talk. Scene of them walking. We got ADR Sam Jackson saying stupid shit. Constantly speaking. And also, it's a very action-heavy movie. But then it turns into like a romance subplot that drags it It down. It went really nowhere and didn't even make sense to me at all. I don't understand. The first time they meet, they try to kill each other. But then when Sam Jackson wakes up, they're past that. So one of my biggest, where, where was like, the, well, ugh. okay. So one of my biggest plot points of the movie that I don't get, and maybe you can help me understand this. Okay. There is a part where 
again, just super stereotypical and you already figured it out. Oh, Ryan Reynolds d- never knew who assassinated this target that like ruined his life. Oh, guess what? It's Samuel Jackson. Like, Shocker. Didn't already know that. We fucking knew. Yeah. So he finds that out. He punches Samuel Jackson. It's just like, fuck you. And leaves him because he's like, I'm done. You're the one that ruined my life. So I don't care anymore. No. Yeah. But then Ryan Reynolds comes back and heroically saves him at a later date. Because they became friends, Lincoln. But they weren't friends. They were friends. They weren't. And there was no reason for him to do that because... Because he was trying to get the girl. But it's established that he hates him. But he wasn't going to get his girl back without the help of Sam Jackson. But If he failed this mission, he wasn't getting her back. He needed that girl back. Because they shoehorned in that love like the last 30 minutes. And also Samuel Jackson throughout the movie... Motherfucker. ...is talking about how he doesn't need Ryan Reynolds in any way, shape, or form. But then he comes back to save him. Well, no, but yeah, and Ryan Reynolds is like saving him the entire time, and Sam Jackson is not a good. He's hit just man. not a good. Yeah, that I guess that's my biggest thing is that he's. And like, he's like, yeah, I knew about those things you did behind me. They were gonna kill you. Wouldn't you have shot him? Shot turn him? around, shoot him, bang bang. You're Sam Jackson. You shoot stuff. There's also the the last part of the movie is why are we still doing like stereotypical Russian bad guys in these movies? Ugh, he wasn't. He was Belarus. He was former Soviet. Union. Were you there when the Berlin Wall fell? Was I there? No. Were you there? I wasn't there. Why not? I've never been to Germany. Was I alive when it fell? Yes. I watched it on MTV. Was that like 1937? You think the wall fell in 1937? Is that 34? I don't even know if the wall existed then. Did it? I'm just thinking of the year that you were like 38. It fell in like 87, didn't it? I'm 38 now. I'm not, I'm not deathly old. This isn't an old thing. This is an educated thing. It fell in the 80s. So they decided to completely waste Gary Olden. He was just your stereotypical. They could have got anybody. Yeah, they, I don't know why it was him. They could have just been the the head goon in this. He was just stereotypical. Haha, Russian. Had the, oh, the leak. One of the guys in Interpol who, because he leaves the room, she figures it out that it's him. I didn't get that. Like, how did... So he got up and left, and she goes, that's a fucking leak. Because he left. He stood up and walked out of the door. He's also a really shitty leak, because whenever he's talking to the enemy on the phone he's like in the middle of everybody else doing their job so he's just standing there and he's just like hello and then he even like says the name and he's just like yeah i know where they are but nobody ever questions him yeah someone will tell him something and then walk away they're not even out of frame yet and he's fucking on the phone be sneakier dude so at the end of the movie ta- going back to samuel jackson not being a good hitman he's chasing down gary oldman and he's running straight on a rooftop and, and he saying, cannot shoot him. And can't shoot him. But we have all these moments of him doing like crazy wanted like gun things. He is a wrestler in this. He's limping around because he gets shot in the beginning. The next scene after him getting shot is he leaps down a flight of stairs. He's doing all this crazy. He's running. But then he's like, oh, I'm limping again. I'm hurt. Are you fucking hurt or not? Sell the goddamn leg. Is also, he Dean Ambrose? When he jumps across the building and then hits there. There's way more of an impact than when Ryan Reynolds kicked him in the leg. And when Ryan Reynolds kicked him in the wound... He poured blood. He poured blood and he passed out. But they had to have him on a fucking drip. They had to give him blood. And then he got up and he was running and jumping down a flight of stairs and off of a building. I call bullshit. I call bullshit on you, movie. There were a couple of action scenes that I thought would have been good if it wasn't for the completely nauseating camera angles. Well, it's like Taken. There's this, the only, in my opinion, the only part where they utilized a cool set piece was when they were in, uh... Kitchen? Kitchen, and, well, before that... The hardware store? No, when it's the river and they're on the boat. Was that in Amsterdam? Yeah. Okay. 
when they couldn't hit Samuel L. Jackson to save their life with a bullet? Yes. When he's in a boat? Yes. And Ryan Reynolds. Wide open? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, stunt person. How that. lazy were they with that? They couldn't even do a close-up or a wide angle of Ryan Reynolds driving the motorcycle. Nope, he wears a helmet the whole time. Was obviously a stunt person. No, I don't want everybody to be like Tom Cruise. No, but you could have done a close-up of him driving it. Yeah. Have a helmet with the shield open so every now and then we see his face. Mm -hmm. We know they use stunt people. I thought that that scene could have been cool, like that entire sequence of events. But again, the nauseating camera shakes completely took me out of it. I couldn't... I didn't know what was happening for the... When there's the part they go into this kitchen, and I think it was a really cool, like, little fight scene. Would have liked to have seen it. Exactly. I know what kind of happened, but then again, I don't, because he fights, and then he throws a pan. He throws a pan, but then he uses, the like, face. a human shield, but he has a plate behind it. Yeah, don't... See, I didn't understand that. But it was so quick, like, it didn't really... It's not that it didn't make sense, but they were the, it was boring. The car chases were so fucking boring. I was just bored through so much of this. I couldn't deal with it. I don't know why there was that romance subplot either. It added nothing to it. Nothing served a purpose in this at all. Salma Hayek's in it. She was probably the best part of the movie. Said motherfucker a lot. Yeah, but she's hot. She did instigate a fart joke, though. Yeah. It's a fart joke in this. What else happened in this movie? I don't know. I've already forgotten it all. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is a Terminator. He's a fucking Terminator. When Samuel L. Jackson hits the pylon and Ryan Reynolds gets launched through the windshield. Oh, that's right. And then rolls and up. immediately on his feet like he's fine. No, motherfucker, you're dead. You are dead. Well, I mean. You, did, you don't roll and immediately get on your feet and then take off in a full sprint down and get in a fight. There was you're fucking not injured. a lot of realism. In that's re that was really pushing it. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson should be dead. But remember, he's La Cucaracha. He's unkillable. They had to shove that down your throat. So it's like, oh, so he's not going to die. I mean, he didn't die. I mean, did you want him to die? Kinda. I wanted something. Ryan Reynolds takes a bullet for him at the end. We know Ryan Reynolds isn't dying. He's getting the girl. And we also, know. there's the, the plot point where they talk about him never taking a bullet. So I'm like, okay, well, at the end of the movie, he's going to take a bullet for Samuel Jackson yeah. now. And Samuel Jackson's helping to this so his wife can get released from prison, and she does. So we know he's breaking out, and the last scene's going to be him and her together. And that's exactly Slow what dancing in the bar like he described because we had to have flashbacks show it. I think that was supposed to be funny. The flashback of him falling in love with how brutal she murdered people. Um, I liked it, but I think it went way too long. I didn't think it was funny. It, it was, was just supposed to be funny? I guess to me it was cool because of Selma Hayek being a badass. And I've always liked her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do a lot, but I, I like her as an actress. I think it was supposed to be funny because like to him this was romantic. Oh. And she, he's like when she tore in his, his carotid artery. Was love at first sight. I think that's supposed to be funny. Okay, I got you. I just didn't think it was funny just because it wasn't really written well. I don't know. Uh, I think if they're in a, with a good script, their chemistry would have been fine. But in this, it was just like beat after beat after beat after beat. We couldn't go a second without a joke until they get to the romance. Then it's like we have to be touching and they care about each other. Why? Why do they care about each other? Why did he pee in a jug? Why was that a joke for a while? You know, that is an interesting point because that never comes back. And there's no... Why was he peeing in a jug? So he could pee in... So they could have a joke later. Because I thought that that was a sad... I thought that he was, like, down on his luck and living in his car, but that Me too, was and not. then he goes to a job, and we realize no, and he still has that crazy base in Amsterdam. So I'm like, okay, so he's not that down on his luck. I thought that he was peeing in jugs in his car. And he had his beat-up car, and we're like, oh, it's oh, no, he's still doing a job, and he's a badass. When he's, like, reciting, like, oh, there's cleanup. These are all the people I took out that we didn't show. Oh, so you're not... 
down on your... So then why are we supposed to have sympathy? We showed you to be a far more of a badass than Samuel L. Jackson, who's this unkillable, unstoppable hitman who we immediately see get shot in the leg. Well, okay. I actually liked that, but I didn't like how... What was the that point? Didn't progress. Because what I thought that was going to be is kind of a audience realization that they're not completely invincible. I thought that there was going to be more of them possibly getting hurt or getting hurt, but then it never then happens again. Ryan Reynolds gets launched through a windshield. Yeah, I personally, as an audience member, assumed, okay, you're showing me that he's weak. He'll still, you know. To me, it was a cop-out because Samuel L. Jackson is too old to be the action star we need him to be. So we need an excuse to slow him down. Because mm, we've made him out to be this badass. And at the end of the day, it's some old dude who can only say motherfucker. They even put a line in there. Ryan Reynolds saying, this guy's ruined the word motherfucker. Best line of the fucking movie, because it's true. Was he worse than this or Tarzan? Tarzan. Okay. Because um, at least he fit the time and era of this movie. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't cussing left and right now, but it's still Sam Jackson in Tarzan. It didn't work. I, I've seen movies with him that I like. Like that, the way he is worked in a shitty movie like Snakes on a Plane. I didn't like that movie, but it worked. Um, everybody liked him in Pulp Fictions because we didn't know him really. But I still think he was great in that movie. I thought he was great in that movie. I thought of Time to Kill. He was fantastic. Hey, like I said, still haven't seen it, but he's good in Kong. Um, if you let him act and not be Sam Jackson, which is what this movie was, when his lines feel like they're all improv that's not good, in my opinion. I know a lot of people love that man. I don't. Ryan Reynolds, I can give or take him. I think given, on the role. Given the right role, he's great. But, you know, he's also done Van Wilder, mm. so... Are you talking shit about Van Wilder? That movie's terrible. Come on. Have it's you watched not... it in a while? Yes, I've watched it. You're a fucking idiot. It's not the worst thing. I didn't say it was the worst, but it's not good. Van Wilder's in, in that area like Grandma's Boy. And yeah, like... and American Pie. And... Yeah. Yeah. You can't not hate those movies. I... Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I just don't think they hold up. They were good for the time. They were good for what they were. I just don't think they hold up. I think that the direction in this movie of acting is exactly like Ghostbusters. Ooh. The new one. Oh, well, yeah. I assume that. <laughs> of where I just have this feeling that they're like, just, you know, just say some stuff. Just improv. Oh, improv. And uh, you better explain your jokes. Because that's a joke in this is that he explains words to Ryan Reynolds. That's a, that's a running joke. Not Gary Oldman, because he's the running joke in this. Gary Oldman. Was, was he actually speaking Russian? I don't. I I'm don't pretty know. sure in one of those, he says Casper Van Dien. Maybe that's Russian. I mean, it's a person. I could be wrong. I swear at the beginning when he's like talking to the guy after he shoots his family. Because they set it up like there's a serious tone. It's a serious plot, but they never take it seriously. Characters never. They make jokes about killing people. It's a big thing like, oh, you shot my guy in the head. He's like, oh, I did. Uh. Also, what would stop Samuel Jackson from like shooting Ryan Reynolds in the leg and then just leaving him? Or just killing him because he's a hitman. No, no. That's actually established that he wouldn't do that. Why? Because remember, he said he doesn't kill innocent people. He would see Ryan Reynolds as innocent. But later on, he also pulls out the point of who is more evil, the person that kills bad guys or the person that protects bad guys. You open up a gray area mm. in your movie mm. on mm. which one of them really is good. Are either one of them good? That's why I thought that Samuel Jackson was just going to Well, you know, it. he shot all those Interpol people. That's right. He did, didn't he? They're just doing their job. Yeah. He killed Interpol people. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. So, yeah, then why wouldn't he just shoot? Yeah, no, he doesn't just kill innocent people. 
yeah, if, if Ryan Reynolds is like, okay, I'm here, I have to take you there, and he's like, no, I can just go by myself, and Ryan's like, no, you gotta go with me, and he just shoots him. Well, we wouldn't have a movie then. What's this really even a movie? <laughs> I mean, it was a movie. It was cohesive. It had a beginning, middle, and end. God, it, just, it felt long. Fuck. It was just under two hours. It felt like an eternity. But because we've seen it, not, there was nothing new in this film. Well, and I also hated how there were a couple of fight scenes that started that were like going to be a big thing, but then they just fizzle. But it's supposed to be like a joke that they fizzle. Like when they get caught because Samuel Jackson still had the phone on him, so they were still tracking them. Oh, and he just pops they're, up. Yeah, they're behind the car, and it's like, oh, we got all these people. And oh, I was and that car's on fire. They lit the I gas. expected some big like fight scene, but then Samuel Jackson just does pop, his pop, pop. wanted fucking gunslinging, and then the scene's over. And uh, it wasn't funny. And also, I didn't understand how the fireworks, that were clearly fireworks. Coming clearly out. fireworks were guns. It was a fucking bottle rocket. You could hear it. It, it made the bottle rocket sound. I don't know. Why is it that we have a scene where Ryan Reynolds wrecks a car because it's it's an American car and he's not used to it? Why was there no Ryan Reynolds bare ass? Why wasn't he shirtless? Why do you cast Ryan Reynolds in a movie and not give the ladies some love, you know? What's the point? I just really, I don't it's know. It's like casting really... Samuel L. Jackson like, we don't want you to say motherfucker. It's like, I got nothing. I just really do You're not, not... going to say motherfucker? You're not going to hold a gun, Mr. Jackson? He's like, what? Get the fuck it. Get the fuck out of here. Do I get a lightsaber? And they're like, no. He's like, I got nothing. Ryan Reynolds just. Why did he have? Good. Why did they always have to focus on the tattoo of birds on the back of his head? Because of symbolic calls when he killed. His oh, wasn't that such a shock when he said it was actually his dad? Oh boy, didn't get that. I didn't see that coming at all. It's crazy. Why did he feel the need to say that in the trial? So that we knew. Oh, and then there was also a Ryan Reynolds, or not? Not Ryan Reynolds. What am I talking about? Samuel Jackson. Remember, um, his. Uh, attorney feeds us just information for like five minutes about backstory and then ryan reynolds ex-girlfriend feeds us information that's backstory for like five minutes we didn't need the backstory you have a movie where it's like here's a bad guy we have to stop him that's it it's it's an action movie it's that Mm -hmm. simple i don't need fucking flashbacks of why samuel jackson became a contract killer just make him a contract killer and we don't really need to know anything too much about Ryan Reynolds' backstory either. Or his and her backstory of how they met. Why couldn't it? Yeah, the entire romance subplot just Wouldn't did she not have been sense. fired? Because it shows them totally like making out in the same hallway at a funeral. I don't want to get into the real world things because there's a lot of stuff that's very iffy. We don't even really know what happened between him and her. They um, get, they, it's like they throw out several different things. It's like the movie for my had some changes. It's like, okay, so he lost the client and he told her the name of his client well he told her time. the name before and then his client died and then and then died so then he like blamed it on her samuel L. jackson was there for another client just happened to see this guy and he's like fuck it and shot him what so then i guess ryan reynolds blamed her and they broke up but then he's forgiving her i think that was supposed to be a joke I don't. Wait, I think the forgiveness thing was supposed to be a joke. That's bad when we when you have to be like, <laughs> I think that was a joke. I think it was a joke because I think the joke was that Ryan Reynolds is an idiot when he was. But trying then they to... also have one arguing at the beginning. She says like, "I left you for blah 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 reason." I'm like, "But what's the real reason here? Why do they get back together in the end? Why was Salma Hayek in a cell with one bed? But yet another person. 
why was Salma Hayek in the movie? Why was she in prison? Because all they established was she's oh, just there right. to get to him. He was already in jail. That's true. Why is she in jail? Wouldn't they let her go? I mean, they're holding her for no reason. And if they're just using her to get to him, they have him. He's in jail. He willingly goes back in the end. Like, he doesn't care. And then the whole thing is he's saying that it's like a crime that she didn't commit. But then they don't even say what crime that she committed. Give us that flashback. We kn- we watched her murder people in a bar, so she has committed crime. It was just like, we're going to get Sam Hayek with her boobs. We're going to see some cleave. Why was the girl standing in the corner all the time? Why was Sam Hayek so mean? Why was this even greenlit? Actually, I know why it's greenlit. Because it made money. Because Ryan Reynolds is super hot right now. Sam Jackson always makes money. Mm-hmm. Throw him in there. Yeah. It's... Work for The Rock and what's his name? Zach Efron. No, the little medium. Oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah, they make money. It's like, why do we have Medea's Boo 2? Because Boo 1 was a banger. Uh, we haven't seen it. It might be funny. Who says I haven't seen it? Have you? No, I haven't seen I it. I have a Medea, a Medea movie. Which one? I don't know. It was one of my moms. I was looking through them the other day. Is it Medea's Holiday? I don't know. I think we don't watch Medea films because we're afraid we will like them. My mom does like his movies. What would you do if we went to Boo 2 and we're like, this is really fucking funny? I don't know. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I'd finally I'd, see a comedy that made me laugh. That's true. I'd be okay. With, well, you know, we didn't see Girls Trip, but I've heard a lot of good things about that. I think that's the one, right? Girls Trip? Um, Yes. I always confuse it in Rough Night because they came out around the same time. And they're like the same movie, but one was good and one wasn't. Yeah. Even though Rough Night should have been good. The thing with... Okay, it's the guy that writes the Medea movies. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is that I think he is a good actor. He's in Gone Girl. Gone Girl. He's fucking... He's great. a good Baxter Stockman. He's a great writer. I think he knows. For like serious things. He's got an audience in Medea and it makes him a ton of money. I mean, I don't blame him. Keep churning him out, dude. It's working. Mm-hmm. I it, think he's a cool guy. You know, it's worst case scenario, I guess, is that they feel like the Nutty Professor movies, which weren't terrible. I mean, I was a lot younger when I watched them. I don't think I hated them, though. You know what movies I would mix up all the time? Bowfinger? I don't Our even Nutty know Profess- what the fuck that is. It's with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. Never saw you it. You mixed up Nutty Professor and Dr. Doolittle. Nope. No. Mm-mm. I always mixed up Nutty Professor and Flubber. Why? Because they came out roughly around the same period of time, and they involve scientists, and I just interchanged them. I mean, they're completely different, though. They are completely different movies. See, I, I was, my guess, second guess was Nutty Professor and Big Mama's House. I don't think I ever saw Big Mama's House. I didn't either, but I know I had Martin Lawrence in it. He's a big fat lady. Kyle. What? Why is this movie so boring? Because it sucked. Why can't we get a good comedy? What was the last good comedy we watched? Nice going. Was that really the last one? It's been a year. There's been a lot of comedies, but... Well, we've missed a lot this year. We're going to do a, try to do a catch-up this year because we have missed a lot. So we've missed like Chips and Baywatch we want to do. We might do Rough Night or Girls Night. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So yeah, I think... Was this the first comedy we watched this year? In a long time, yeah. I tend to not like comedies because I am a bleak, black-hearted person. I just don't find them amusing, usually, because they're usually dick and fart jokes. And we did a couple rentals that were comedies that haven't come out yet. Yeah, like Shinra's List. Wow, that's a bit bleak. So, Kyle, what are your closing thoughts on this shitty movie? Uh, I'm giving it even less now. I'm giving it like a 2.5, because now that I'm talking about it, hate it even more. Just don't watch it. Did not have fun. Pick your favorite action movie and go watch that instead. Go watch one of the Mission Impossible movies. They have better... This tries to be an action movie and it tries to be a comedy, but it fails on both. It fails on both. It's just bland on both. So I'm sure there are good... Go watch Nice Guys. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely well watch written, that one. Great characters. Mm-hmm. Wonderful chemistry. It just works. This doesn't work. This was a cash in. Mm-hmm. They knew it would make money. Action movie, and these are the people in it. They're going to fill seats. They did. It just wasn't worth it. Motherfucker. La cucaracha. Yeah.